From the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Today we are talking steeps and ice with uh, two of the experts I could uh, come up with on these topics. Jeb Boyd and Matt Boyd, thank you both for joining us. You Thanks, bet. George. Good to be with you guys. Now, Jeb, let's start with you. Um, just tell us a little bit about what it takes to skillfully ski the steeps. The steeps. Well, you know, I think the biggest the biggest uh, component to skiing steeps well is is your your willingness, your mental and physical willingness to be able to move with the skis, um, especially through release. See, oftentimes most people uh, who struggle with the steeper terrain, um, I think they uh, they get a little bit behind the skis as a defensive and protective move. Um, through the finish of the turn, and then they experience the skis unload and spring, them, and they just want to run away from you. And uh, that's disheartening and, and, and uncomfortable. And so if, if we can be prepared mentally that the ski is going to run through the transition and, and that's going to be a fast phase of the turn, um, and then, you know, physically we can, we can release the ski and then move with it as it, as it switches edges and onto the new set of edges, knowing that you're going to pick up speed. So uh, mentally and physically working through that section of the turn, I think, uh, is, a, is a real big key. So why is it, just to get into the psychology, really, of teaching skiing and snowboarding, why is it that the defensive moves and what might make us feel safe in every other situation is really one of the worst things we can do when we're sliding on snow? Yeah, you know, it's funny because skiing... Um, isn't always an intuitive sport. Um, intuition is what keeps us safe in life. And, and you know, I, I, I talk about this all the time. Um, you know, intuition is that little voice you hear in your head. It tells you what to do. It guides you and keeps you safe. And, and um, oftentimes intuition will talk to you about, well, let's just take it easy here because it's pretty steep. And, um, you know, let, let's just, not go charging down the hill and lo and behold you'll find yourself in behind your skis and that's when they'll want to shoot out from under you so because skiing isn't always an intuitive sport i think that you know we we need to maybe turn that little voice that's kept us safe all our life uh down and and rely on the techniques that we know and, and the, the training that we know and, and uh, you know kind of work to strike a little bit of a balance so, Matt, Jeb, I'd like the two of you to have a discussion now about what are some things that we should do when uh, we have a lesson come in and the person really wants to improve their abilities on steep terrain. Matt, let's start with you. Well, you know, I think, you know, Jeb's point of, of intuition is, is key. I think, you know, it's, it's very intuitive for us to have our skis below us and pointed across the fall line. And the steeper it gets, the more intuitive that becomes. So, so most students, and, 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 and for that matter, most skiers, uh, our members included, have a tendency to take their skis from pointing across the fall line and below them and move them real quickly to pointing across the fall line the other way and keep them below them. And that rushed movement um, in steeps, it, it's, it's honestly, that's the kiss of death. So as, a, as an instructor, your job is to get people to slow things down, let them understand that they're going to gain a little speed as they turn their skis towards the fall line, but they're going to lose that speed when they turn them out of the fall line. So it's a gain speed, lose speed 
transition that, that goes on and just that patience and that, that level of comfort and that timing is, is key as an instructor when you're coaching in the steeps. So Matt's really bringing the dirt into this, isn't he, Jeb? The duration, intensity, rate, and timing. Yeah, it's all about that. And uh, I totally agree with what Matty's saying. You know what's interesting, George, is, you know, and, and I think most gear, or listeners here will think that this is, uh, when we're thinking steep, we're thinking steep, right? But the bottom line is, is steep is steep <laughs> to a beginner. Excuse me. You know, a beginner hill can be steep, and um, uh, the idea is to understand what, what where people's comfort zones are and the, the ability to be able to work with them and, and gradually allow them to feel success uh, in gradual little increments. And, you know, teaching is a big deal and, and uh, reflection on success, um, no matter how steep it is, oftentimes uh, people are being pushed to steeper uh, zones, and, and the reflection of that and, and the celebration of that when it occurs is, is super important. Matt, anything to add? I, I I don't have a whole heck of a lot more to add to that than than, than just that. I think Jeb just nailed it. I was just thinking, Jeb, you really, I thought you hit a great point. I mean, if you've never been on skis before, something you're walking across <laughs> in shoes may look very flat. But when you snap exactly. skis on and start sliding and you have no idea how to turn or stop, that's incredibly steep. It, it, well, exactly. You know, and, and I was just recently talking to somebody who um, was trying to learn to ski on their own. And they they just went to the top of the hill, not really knowing much about it. And they said, "We." I was sheer terror at that point, you know, and... Uh, you know, because you, you, you don't feel that sense of control. So I think steep can be, you know, relative to a variety of situations. And I think people come to us, uh, that's a common thing that people come to us so that they can feel comfortable in new terrain. So let's move on now to ice before we combine the two. And uh, Matt, tell us, uh, I know there are varying types of ice because someone will come out to uh, Colorado or Oregon where I've taught and say, oh my gosh, this is not ice, even though I'm on my edges sliding all over the place. <laughs> can you give us some uh, idea of, number one, what are some things we can do to feel some control when we're on slicker snow? So I think we start with the conversation we've already had about slowing things down, not rushing movement. Um, you know, your skis, when you throw them sideways, and if you throw them roughly, you, you never know what they're going to do when they grab on. Sometimes they'll grab, sometimes they won't. But when you surprise your ski, you never know how it's going to surprise you back. Beyond that, when you take it to ice, you know, again, intuition tells you that you need to push harder, grind deeper, and really work to make that edge bite. And, and the reality is my best ice skiing days are when I'm, I'm light and nimble and subtle on my equipment. So being very gentle to the edge as opposed to hard and harsh. Jeb? Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, I think a lot of it also depends on your outcome. Um, you know, if you're if you're a racer, um, you know, you're, you're trying to lower your points. I, I don't know how valid that point is that Matt has, but the bottom line is, is that's a pretty small um, uh, slice of the skier uh, world that we d- deal with. And, um, you know, the, from most people, 
you know, the icy conditions are on vacation. They want to enjoy their, their themselves. Um, the ability to be light and not surprise your ski, I think what Matt says is, is a bullseye. Um, but, you know, I think there's, again, there, it, it's mentally and physical. You know, you need to expect that the ski's not going to grip as much. You need to expect that the ski is going to perhaps be a little bit quicker here today on this firmer snow than it was yesterday. Um, and so if, if that way you're not as surprised when, when it happens and, and if you can continue to move with that ski so that you can stay over the sweet spot of that ski, I think that's that lightness that Matt's talking about. Um, you'll get a lot better result that way. And some things we can bring in to teaching our students when we're getting on to some really hard pack, firm, frozen water. So, you know, George, <laughs> that's what we're on, isn't it? <laughs> when uh, we often talk about balance in a four aft plane, in fact, 99% of the time you hear an instructor talking about balance, it's, it's four aft. But the reality is, you know, to Jeb's point, you know, if, if I move my skis laterally, sideways, out from underneath me, and they don't hold in the snow, well, then right. I'm out of lateral balance. They're going to continue to slip out from underneath me, and I'm going to end up on my side. So if I right. approach an ice run from a lateral balance of edging my skis enough as opposed to just edging my skis the way I normally would and, and, and seeking to make the run with the amount of edge angle you need versus the amount of edge angle you always approach the run with. Right. Um, that lateral balance piece is absolutely key. And it's no different than walking or running on ice. You know, you take smaller steps. You certainly don't take a big cut to the left or a big cut to the right. <laughs> you approach it gently and you keep your feet underneath you, both fore, aft, and laterally. So how do we convey that to our students, Jeb? Well, you know, I mean, again, it's just small little steps. You, you know, you just, you, the, the very first thing in my mind you need to do is you need to get them to experience the, the, the environment. You know, you, let's, let's take a run on a little bit less steep. Let's do some side slipping. Let's see how far. Um, uh, you can move by, uh, you know, seeing how can you stop that side slip, you know, through uh, like a bit of a hockey stop, just to get them to feel that. Now let's start adding in some turn shape and, and you know, the idea of, um, again, I, I'm big on being able to keep up with the ski as it's traveling through the turn, through the release, and through the top of the new turn. You know, if you can stay on top of those skis um, in the fore aft sense, you can you can really start to feel uh, uh, it's going to feel different than the soft snow, but you can really uh, feel the the ability to to make that ski work. I, I think another key point is um, you'll you'll tend again for the, the, the most people you'll want to keep your skis a little bit more underneath you at that point, you know, a little bit closer to home so that they don't get away from you. Um, but so much you know. So much of these kinds of conversations, George, are, are they can be a challenge because there is no silver bullet necessarily, and you know, so much of good teaching and coaching today has everything to do with the situation at hand as opposed to in theory. Um, and the ability to look at a student and watch them, look at the reactions that they're having, and being able to coach them through it so that it's real and it's live and it's it's meaningful to that person in that situation, I think, is, is a, a really big piece of it. Well, let's take that to the next step now and combine steeps and ice. You've got uh, 
a student who's in. They are really excited to go explore the mountain. And you take them up and find that, oh, my goodness, this uh, double black diamond is wind-scoured and really firm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do we make that a good mm -hmm. experience for our guests? <laughs> well, we'll make it as best an experience as we can, right? You know, it's, and, and it's, you know, rally around the fact that that's the cool thing about skiing is it's different. You know, no matter where you go from day to day, it can be it can be different and we should celebrate that. And, and these are today's conditions and we're going to, we're going to have fun. In them. But, you know, to me, something that I really think a lot about is, you know, we talk about moving down the hill all the time, you know, and, and, uh, the, the momentum that comes out of the turn, um, you know, it, when, when worked correctly, that momentum goes, Oh, thank you that momentum uh, goes uh, across the hill. And so uh, a key or cue that I think of all the time is to be able to ski away from the exit of your old turn. And so move along the path of that, that momentum is carrying you um, so that you have the space to be able to shape the top of your turn and to be able to get some speed control through the top of our turn. Um, that's, you know, as opposed to trying to get it all through the bottom of the turn. So little increments of speed control um, matter. And, and um, if we can get them throughout more of the turn, um, we're going to need less abrupt moves to, to try to get it all at, at one spot. And if it doesn't work, you didn't get any speed control. You know, so real roundness to be able to go with that momentum through the transition, to be able to um, shape the turn through your feet at the top, I, I think um, tends to work well. Matt? Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that 100%. And, and, you know, actually, I just had a clinic here in the East Coast on some fairly hard snow last week. And um, working on, on creating edge angle when your feet are underneath you, you know, if you're mm -hmm. listening to this right now, you can simply stand up and stand on one, on one foot, lift one foot up in the air and feel all the tiny little movements that happen in your foot to keep yourself in balance. And, and those are the edging movements that we start with. You know, if you're edging movements, if the first time you stand on your ski is when it's out from underneath you to the side, you're guessing at how much edge angle you need. If it's too much, your skis are going to wash out. You're going to be uncomfortable and laying on your, on your side. If it's not enough, well, then you're going to skid and not grip when you want to. We're just making an educated guess as to how much edge we get. And 90% of the time, particularly for folks out there where you ski, George, that works just fine. But when you hit the icy conditions, our guesstimates start to fail. So working on those low edge angle activities with a more advanced skier, I'll do a lot of one ski skiing, just learning to tip in the lower leg and in the foot and make those micro adjustments to our edge angles versus macro adjustments by moving ourselves inside the arc or moving our feet outside the arc. That's where I spend a lot of time. That subtlety seems to work. And just a couple of takeaways from both of you, Jeb, uh, a couple of thoughts you'd like us to leave this with. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I got, I'm getting a kick here. I, I'm, I'm out here in uh, Sun Valley at the moment and um, where I thought the conditions were just fabulous. And somebody came up to me and said, I can't believe how firm and nicey it was. <laughs> I was I, it struck me as a little uh, interesting. So I guess the point of the statement is that um, icy conditions are, you know, relative to people's prior experience and prior uh, comfort levels. So 
you know, and, and we, we should expect that uh, that's a big piece of, of what we do. You know, it's, we work at National Academy, and, and I've experienced some of the firmest snow in the spring at National Academy in the early in the mornings. Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's a wheelhouse um, um, element of what we teach. And, and um, you know, just the idea, like what Matt's saying, the more that we can get people to make decisions about um, what movements they need to make, um, the, the better skier they're going to become versus, uh, you know, I really like what Matt said there. If you're, if you're just guessing and you're just chucking it around, um, you're going to surprise yourself. You might find yourself on the ground a lot more. So, um, I don't know, just, just some random thoughts there. Matt. Yeah. One takeaway. I, I hope that the, the, the listeners get out of this is, you know, when Jeb and I are out, particularly out West and they get a hard snow day, like I'm sure Jeb heard at some point in time today, Oh, you're from the East. You must love this icy stuff. The answer to that, that oh, yeah. statement is no. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't like it any more than the other guy. We just are more used to it. Um, but but that said, you know, I, I think, you know, tying in. Well, first of all, I take away from this is my brother's pretty smart sometimes. He says some smart stuff. Um, <laughs> that's a surprise. Uh, but other than that, I think as a takeaway, for, for, for the folks listening, you know, the more accurate we can be and, and purposeful in all of our movements, and it, the better off we're going to be in any condition, and, and that, that's compounded when you're on hard snow. Well, Jeb and Matt Boyd, I sure appreciate the two of you taking the time to chat with us today. It's been real enjoyable and very informative. Appreciate it. Yeah, you've got always you, a pleasure, George. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.